This is the Podcasters Club, brought to you by Precision Podcasting. I am your host, Kane Power, and in this episode, we're talking about my favourite subject to bring up at parties, audio quality. Podcasts are an audio medium, and therefore, as a podcaster, you're in the business of audio. If the audio you're releasing sounds bad, you're doing it wrong. The work required just to get someone to listen to your show is huge. Aside from planning and creating the episode, you've done everything else behind the scenes to set up your show. You create a presence online, distribute the podcast to all the right places, artwork, show notes, promotion. If you've created a podcast before, then you know the amount of work involved. And if you haven't gotten there quite yet, let me just say that it's a lot. I want you to imagine a podcast listener trying out your show for the first time. They've got hundreds of thousands of shows to choose from. There's probably a thousand just in your niche. But somehow your promotion gets through to them. From the description, it sounds like something they'd be interested in. And they decide to take a chance on your show. They've got a free 40 minutes coming up for their drive to work, and they've downloaded your first episode. They get in their car, connect to their Bluetooth, press play, and set off for work. Has that music just been recorded in the background while he's talking? Okay, why does it sound like he's talking from the next room? I might just turn it up a bit. Okay, I can hear what he's saying now. Kinda. Whoa, too loud. Okay, he's introducing the guest. That's what I wanted to hear anyway, so... Wait, seriously? Even for Zoom, that's pretty bad. Why is there an echo? Is he streaming using dial-up? Okay, I have no idea what he just said just then. Screw this, I'm gonna go listen to Oprah. Not only have you just wasted your listeners' time, not only have you frustrated them before their day has even started properly, you've made them change podcasts while driving. If they have an accident, technically it's because your audio quality was bad. Seriously though, what you've really done is lose them as a listener forever. There's no coming back from there. All that work... All that time and effort wasted because you didn't care enough about your audio quality and you didn't respect your audience enough to think that they would too. And I can hear some of you complaining now. Content is king. People will forgive bad audio if the content is good. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I bet you're the same people who don't edit the dead air out of your episode while you go get another beer mid-recording, aren't you? Deep breathing, Kane, deep breathing. Here's a quote from podcast editor David Chatsiliadis about audio quality that coincidentally illustrates my example from a moment ago. Audio quality has to be up there, especially now. The market is so saturated with podcasts and everybody can just pick up their phone and record a podcast. If you've got great audio quality, people are going to sit down and listen to you for a lot longer. I've had people tell me, hey, I was listening to this awesome podcast, but I couldn't listen to it. It was too frustrating to listen to. Or 
my stereo wouldn't go loud enough in the car to listen to it over traffic, which to me is like, bro, who's mixing this thing? <laughs> but like little simple stuff like that, which especially podcast people's retention is a lot longer because what they'll do is they'll press play and go do something. They'll commute, they'll start washing dishes, you know, they'll be doing something which would make it difficult for them to change to another podcast or something or another form of media. So if you can keep them with audio quality and make sure your audio quality is like better than everybody else's, that's like step number one for me personally. I'm going to get to the point shortly, I promise, but humor me for another minute and put yourself in one more hypothetical situation. Let's say you're going on a diving trip and to get excited, you're looking for a documentary about deep sea diving. A Google search sends you to a YouTube channel with 38 subscribers that has an independent film about deep sea diving and you decide to give it a go over the big-budget BBC production narrated by David Attenborough because you love independently produced content and you want to support creators. Go you! You hit play and the film starts. But the filmmaker hasn't used a proper video microphone. Or any kind of lighting at all. A bit weird. Maybe it's just that land photography isn't their forte. It's a diving doco after all. But as the scene shifts to the sea, the underwater footage is worse. It's blurry and shaky and... Is it in 240p? It's at that point you say, screw this, and turn on Uncle Dave and the BBC in a heartbeat. I'd bet that you've been in a similar situation before, and so I'm sure you'd agree how important the consumer experience is, which in our case, as podcasters, is a listening experience. Here's podcast coach and producer Jenny Renstotrup sharing her thoughts on the listener experience. You know how lately everybody's been talking about Zoom fatigue? Well, it's not just sitting in front of a camera. Your ears are actually getting bombarded with sounds that it just frankly does not like. Your brain is having to put in more work to even process on a basic level all the time because of the fact that you're, first of all, getting audio, like not even in stereo, it's coming straight, like your, your body is confused where it's getting from, and it sounds like crud most of the time. I think this is an important parallel for people who are podcasting to recognize because sure, you don't have to think about it all the time, but when you think about your listener and how long they can maintain it and their energy if I have three hours of a podcast that is not well put together and a person over who has good audio, and let's say that they're the same level of content goodness, right? They've got the same amount of followers. Who do you think people are going to listen to longer? I'm fairly certain you're catching my drift here, but let me be very clear. You can create your podcast however you like. Record at a basketball game using the voice recorder on a Nokia 3310 from 1990 for all I care. But don't expect anyone to actually listen to your podcast unless you're showing them the respect they deserve by making your podcast a good listening experience. So not only is poor audio quality likely to lose you listeners, it also reflects badly on you, the podcast host, 
which is particularly unhelpful if you're podcasting as part of or even on behalf of your business or brand. Here's a quote from podcast engineer Brian Ensminger about audio quality and how it represents your brand. I think what audio quality can do is really go a long way to differentiate a show and to present an audio brand that very quickly communicates and shows that you care about the details and you care about presenting something by honoring your audience with the best that you can do. Notice how he said honoring your audience? What if your main audience were your peers? How about if you were podcasting with the goal of raising your profile or building your reputation in your chosen field? Here's what podcast editor Daniel Abendroth thinks about that. Research done, I want to say in 2015. So they had like experts talk about subject that they are experts in, but with like bad audio quality and people found that they were less believable. So audio quality can affect the listener's perception of your expertise. So if you have like really bad audio quality, people are going to doubt you more. If you come on sounding like you're on NPR podcast, you're going to be taken a lot more seriously, a lot more believable. And it also comes down to, to an extent, respect for your listeners. If you don't care about your audio quality, it, it kind of reflects in like you don't care about what you put out there. So I don't believe that you need to have NPR level audio quality. My standard is people shouldn't notice your audio quality. It should be to the level it's like they can listen to it without ever noticing. Whereas like if I listen to it and I can hear, you know, the massive reverb or it sounds like you're across the room from your microphone, then I notice that. And then if you notice something, you're distracted from the content. Daniel also made a good point about bad audio distracting from your content. If content truly is the most important part of a podcast, then surely it's integral that you present that content in the best way possible. After all, if your listeners stop listening because of poor quality audio before they get a chance to absorb your content, that content is wasted. So now that you're well and truly aware of how important audio quality is to podcasting, before you hit record, take a moment to think about how your audio is going to be presented to your listeners and how you could make it an enjoyable listening experience for them. Put yourself in their headphones and consider what's going to keep them listening. From my perspective as the host of the Podcasters Club, what I think will keep you listening is some actual information about how to produce good quality audio. We're going to do lots of episodes about this kind of thing, and I've already touched on this in previous episodes, but for this episode specifically, I think there are three minimum requirements podcasters should adhere to in order to produce a podcast worth listening to. Number one, what you're using to record your voice. In my opinion, the very minimum requirement for recording a podcast worth listening to should be a good quality USB microphone. You can get a number of decent USB mics for around $100, US and if you can't afford that, then look at second-hand USB mics, which you can get for cheap on eBay or TradeMe or whatever your equivalent is. Listen to episode 5 of this podcast for more info about USB mics and which products I recommend. If you'd like to do better than a USB mic and invest in a professional microphone, good for you. 
I also talk about your options in episode 5, Tools of the Trade. The second thing I want you to think about, and possibly the most important thing when it comes to capturing audio that people will want to listen to, is the environment you record in. How many podcasts have you heard where the speaker sounds like they are recording in a huge space with a ton of echo? Or you can hear dogs barking, babies crying, notifications beeping, air conditioning going, traffic noise. The list is endless and can be easily avoided. However you record, whether it's with a mic or a smartphone, which after getting this far into the episode, I hope you'd seriously reconsider, your recording will capture all of the noise in your environment, not just your voice. Aside from soundproofing your house or hiring a professional studio, most of us are just going to have to make do with what we have. But there are some easy ways to improve the sound in your environment. Find a small, quiet, well-furnished room to record in. An office, bedroom or closet is better than a kitchen or dining room. Avoid anywhere that echoes. If you live in a noisy area, consider recording at times when noises like traffic are at a minimum. I lived for nearly two years traveling as a podcaster and a voiceover artist. I've built couch forts, I've used spare beds and mattresses pushed together to build makeshift studio huts. I've recorded in more bedroom closets with a blanket draped over the doors and behind me than I can say. By the way, clothing makes a great sound absorber. Anywhere you can cover with a thick duvet or comforter, you can use to record in. I once worked with a New York City voice actress who recorded everything on her bed under the blankets at midnight to reduce the traffic noise. Get creative. So once you've found your quiet spot, before you start recording, turn off your TV. Put your phone on silent. Put the dog outside. Get a babysitter. If you live with other people, ask them to be quiet. Also, please don't fidget with anything or tap on anything while you're recording. And ask your guests to do the same. Everything you do will be captured by the microphone. Annoying, right? If you take anything away from this part about recording environments, please let it be this. Before you hit record, just take a moment to listen to your environment and consider what people will hear when they listen to your podcast. If the sounds you hear don't relate to or enhance your podcast, or if your listeners are going to be distracted, then you need to find a way to reduce that noise. So, you've got a USB mic, you're all set up in your office, or even in your wardrobe, ready to record. There's one more thing that I think you need before you can start, and you might already own some. Number three, headphones. Every time you record a podcast, everyone who is involved should have headphones on or in their ears. And here's why. Headphones improve your audio quality by allowing you to hear how you sound through your microphone while you're recording. This is helpful because you can tell how loudly you're speaking into the microphone. Without headphones, you might record a whole episode without knowing that you're clipping your input, which causes distortion, or that you're much too quiet. It also helps keep you in good proximity to your microphone. Headphones are also important because if you're recording with other people, they help you hear those people and how they sound through their microphones. 
whether they are in the same room as you or in a remote location. Actually, let's go on a short journey about remote recordings. And by that, I mean recording a podcast over video conferencing software like Zoom or Zencaster, which most of us podcasters are doing a lot of right now. You need to wear headphones plugged into the device you're connecting on so that your recording device doesn't pick up the other person's voice coming from your computer speakers. For example, if you're recording a podcast with a friend who's in a different location and you're both using Zoom video calling on your laptops to chat, you need your headphones plugged into the device you're connecting on, i.e. your laptop, so that your recording device, i.e. your microphone, isn't picking up your friend's voice coming through your laptop speakers and ending up on your recording. This also applies to your friend. Because when your recording also features the other person's distant voice, it makes editing and mastering very difficult and ruins the experience for the listener. So please, please, please wear headphones every time you record and make sure everyone else involved is wearing headphones as well. Even earbuds will do. So, those are my three minimum requirements for achieving good quality podcast audio and showing your listeners the respect they deserve. Respect that will come back to you in the form of adoration from your millions of fans. I'm going to follow up this episode with deep dives on different recording environments and remote recording, complete with audio examples, tutorials, and a free handy checklist. So be sure to tune in for those coming soon. And just for some context, now that I've hammered home how audio quality is the most important part of making a podcast, to see us out, I'm going to play a quote from podcast editor Steve Stewart, who thinks that in fact, content is king. <laughs> you phrase it that way. Why is audio quality the most important part of it? I'm going to disagree. It's, you know, it's a nice passive aggressive statement, but I don't believe audio quality is the most important part of podcasting. What makes a good podcast is telling a good story. But there's no excuse for bad audio anymore. Maybe 10 years ago, but now, you know, getting decent gear, I mean, it's become easier than ever before. It's more affordable than ever before. There's no excuse for poor audio. This podcast was created by Precision Podcasting. We make podcasts sound better. For more about what we do, resources on podcasting, and if you'd like to get in touch, visit precisionpodcasting.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com Pippa Precision Pippa Podcasting. Yes, that is spelled the way it sounds. If you'd like to hear more episodes, make sure to hit subscribe. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>